0: the Lord, church. Amen. Amen. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Thank God. Amen. That he has uh, allowed us to be here this morning to uh, come and worship and praise his name. Hallelujah. And we're still uh, talking about the theme of uh, a new beginning, all things new in 22. Amen. And Bill and Gloria Gaither wrote a song many, many years ago that just I just feel like something good is about to happen. Can you say amen? I just feel like something good is on its way. Amen? Because he has promised to open all the doors and the windows of heaven. And brother, this could be that very day. Aren't you excited that today could be that day that God is going to do something new in our lives, that God is doing and working in our lives uh, in this year 2022? For his honor and his glory, hallelujah, and that we are a part of that. Praise God. Amen. Well, let's continue to pray for those that are sick and those that have been uh, battling uh, this uh, pandemic, uh, that God uh, stretches his hand and put, touches their body. Uh, like uh, Sister uh, was saying that Pastor Josh also texted me, said, say hi to everybody. And give them a greeting, uh, from the pastoral, uh, family, uh, that they are doing better. And, um, Pastor Koba, I'm, I'm, it's nice to see you here. I'm standing here. I'm pitch hitting. Is that what it's called? Pitch hitting for Pastor Koba today. All right. So I hope that's okay. Is that all right? I want, I, I'm thinking in my mind, oh, Pastor Koba, I hope he's staying in his pajamas and just relaxing and, he better not be running all around Lakewood or Long Beach, whatever. And, and look, here he is. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Koba. But please take care of yourself. Uh, I know from other uh, brothers and sisters from the church that have gone through the first time wave of COVID, that after the recovery, the recovery took some took them some time. Uh, and you just have to rest. Amen. So please rest up. Uh, God is in control. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, today I want to come and talk to you and just bring you a little word of encouragement. And uh, using our theme, continue to use our theme, uh, All Things New in 2022, 20, uh, a fresh start with God. Amen. And I'm going to use that uh, verse that's in Isaiah 43, chapter 18 and 19. Praise God. If you have your Bibles, you can open it up there. Uh, I don't know if it'll be on the screen, but I'll read it to you. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. It says, forget what happened long ago. I'm using the Passion Bible. I usually tell Pastor Manny beforehand, but I forgot today. But the Passion Bible, forget what happened long ago. Don't think about the past. Verse 19, I am creating something new. There it is. Do you see it? I have put roads in deserts, streams in thirsty lands. God is doing something new. Amen. Do you see it? Are you expecting something from God this year? Amen. Oral Roberts used to say at his camp meetings under the big uh, revival tent, come expecting a miracle. When you come to church, what do you come expecting? Just to sit down and and receive worship and, and that's it? Or do you come to the house of God to expect something? I come expecting something from God. I want to leave this place in a better spirit than when I got here. Even if I come here joyful, I want to leave more joyful. If I come here feeling blessed, I want to be more blessed. Because I expect that that when I come to Mission Ebenezer Family Church, that together as a community, amen, our, our worship is so impactful, so powerful that we are blessed. That our cup runneth over, like the word says. I don't want to be a cup that's half filled. I want to be a cup that's running over running over with love, running over with peace, running over with blessing, running over with victory, running over, hallelujah, running over, running over, and spilling out of those around me. And that happens. Mabel and I uh, and the family, we usually go to a little restaurant over there by the house. And it seems lonely. But as soon as the Talaveras get there, and I tell the owner, because we've become friends, I said, Juan, this is this deserves like a free meal. I brought all these people. Because God says where you go, the people will be blessed. Amen. Because if our cup is overrunning, the overrunning the blessing has to spill out to to those that are around us. Amen? And that's what we want. We don't want to spill out negativity. We don't want to spill out uh, bitterness. We don't want to spill out anger. We don't want to spill out hate. We want to spill out love and encouragement. Hallelujah. And victory in Jesus. Hallelujah. Because God is doing something new in our lives. Praise the Lord. I noticed uh, Sister Damaris was here uh, singing, leading worship. Hallelujah. And I'm here bringing the word. And we're really from the Spanish church. So I said, Oh, they we're using the B string here. But then I said, Oh no, the the devil, you're a liar. We're the fine china. Amen. Now we have a set of china that we've had in the cupboard for 27 years now. And Mabel always tries to bring it down. I said that's for special occasions. So now they brought out the fine china for this service. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord! give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, because we're here to worship the Lord. Amen. And I thank you, and I really want to thank everyone that is here. I know it's hard. It's a hard choice to be here. Amen. And we have to use protection, and those that don't want to, that's okay. Just leave us alone. And if you want to, okay, I'm going to leave you alone. But I I want to be safe, and I'll tell you, in the last two years that I've been teaching at school, well, all the years that I've, I've taught, Every year I come down with a cold, usually in October, and I'm out for a week and a half. But these last two years with using face masks, I haven't got anything. Praise the Lord. So I even when they finish saying, Hey, take off your mask, I think I'm going to keep it on. Amen. Because I don't want to catch a cold. I don't want to be sick. Not even with a little uh, cold. When you're 23, 25 years old, a cold, you keep working through it. You go to you go to work and everything. But when you're over 60. Shh, forget it. But praise God. Amen. So I want to give you a little background before we get into the message of all the things or some of the things that have happened in this past year. OK, we have seen some of the most trying times in our history. Uh, we saw, uh, what happened in the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, the riots. Joe Biden was elected as our 46th president of the United States. COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. for 2021 totaled 836,000. And worldwide, it was 5.48 million in this, in last year alone. Okay. Now we know we did, the pandemic started before that, but I'm talking about last year. And then this year we saw uh, the billionaire space run. Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and Richard Branson all wanted to uh, be uh, play astronaut. I said play astronaut. Is that okay? Because they're not astronauts. They want to play astronauts, and they made their little rockets, and they boosted them up to to a part of the atmosphere where there's no gravity already. So, I thought they were going to go to the moon or something. So, but they didn't get that far. Okay. The US withdraws from Afghanistan after a 20 year war. The Rose Parade had been canceled since the first time since World War II. So, since 1942, something like that, till 2021, had been going on, but it was canceled because of the pandemic. So, and many other things that we can remember that happen in the news. Something's close to us, maybe. Something's, you know, r- real familiar to us in our, in our sphere of the world, in our little sandbox. And something's greater worldwide. But you know what? That's gone. And the Lord says, forget about what happened in the past. Forget about what happened long ago. Don't think about the past. And this prophecy was given to uh, Isaiah to give to Israel during their captivity in Babylon. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. The story of love and faithfulness of God to do something new in our lives, no matter what the situation is. You know, usually uh, January 1st, that week, we say, oh, I promise to lose 20 pounds this year. I promise to be a better husband. I promise to be a a, a better father. I promise to to tithe faithfully. I promise to to go to every Sunday service and every midweek service. I promise to read my Bible every day. How many have already broken that resolution? Nobody? Praise just just Pastor Frank. Oh, and the brother. Thank you, brother. Thanks for that that backing. Mabel keeps telling me every day we're going to start. I said, Pray- I said prayer week is over. No, we're praying every day Saturday uh, on seven. I said, baby, but prayer week is over. Not for us. So we're going to continue prayer week. Amen. Seven o'clock. At least a half hour. She says, something we, I've been asking you for 26 years. Amen. And I try, but and then we do it and then we stop and, and then she gets mad and then we try again and, and then, I don't know, but I can do it, right? Because God's going to do something new in 22. Praise the Lord. So the prophet Isaiah gives this uh, prophecy to Israel. Okay, during their captivity in Babylon. And for all the times that God has shown his love to Israel, all the miracles that God has given them, It doesn't matter. Israel always seemed to stray away and abandon God most of those times anyways. But if you look at verse 1 from chapter 43, it says, But now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. He talks about him being the creator. O Israel, the one who formed you, do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I called you by name and you are mine. Israel was special to God. Not because Israel was Israel, because God chose Israel. And I want to tell you that today you're sitting here because God has chosen you. Amen. Out of all the family members that you have. Why are you sitting here? I'm going to tell you, it's not because you're the best. And you're not the prettiest, probably. Amen. God just said. You're not the thinnest, but because God loved you so much that he chose you to be here. And in Deuteronomy 7, amen, God tells his people, the Lord did not set his heart on you and choose you because you were numerous other than numerous than other nations. For you were the smallest of nations. So God didn't choose it because of that. Israel. He said, rather, it was simply that the Lord loves you. Amen. Aren't you excited? The Lord loves you. Let me say it again. The Lord loves you. And he was keeping his promise that he had sworn to to your ancestors. That is why the Lord rescued you with such a strong hand from slavery and from the oppressive hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Because he loved you, Israel. Not because you had anything great about you. Not because you were the, the, the up and coming nation. But because he loved you and he had promised to keep you. So understand, therefore, that the Lord your God is indeed God. He is the faithful God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavishes his unfailing love. Amen. On those who love him and obey his commandments. So, Israel, that's why I'm coming to you in this prophecy and telling you, even though that you're in Babylon in captivity, I love you. And I'm going to ransom you. I'm going to do something new. Amen. And here today is the message for us. I shared last week in Spanish Church, in the promises of making uh, resolutions or saying, uh, I'm going to promise to read God's word every day, at least at least one chapter. You know, maybe you failed at it. Maybe you didn't lose as much weight as you wanted to. Maybe you didn't come to every, every Sunday morning service because you didn't want to. Now, if there's a reason, that's okay. But if it's because you don't want to, There's a problem with that. Because we should want to. Because David said, I'd rather be in the house of the Lord one day than a thousand out of it. Just one day, even one day a week. Why can't we just come to church on Sunday and praise the living God? Give glory to his name. But sometimes we're out trancing around uh, at Disneyland, maybe. Not that I am against the happiest place on earth. Amen. Or maybe we just got the covers were just so nice and warm that we just stood in bed. But for whatever reason, we didn't make it. But God is telling Israel, look, all these times, what did I do for you? I took you out of the the house of bondage. I led you out of Egypt. Okay, you're at a point where you had to cross the Red Sea and the uh, Egyptian army behind you. And what did I do for you? I opened up the sea and had you cross on dry land all the way to the other end. Okay. I sent you manna from heaven. The time that the walls of Jericho came falling down. And they captured Cain in the promised land and entered into the, into the promised land that, that flows like milk and honey. The Bible described it. Remember the story when the spies went and to recognize the land to do some reconnaissance there? They came back with, on poles, you know, on, with big ol', uh, racimos. How you say that in, in English? Big old uh, things of grapes, clusters of grapes. It was so big and, 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 and ten of those spies. Said, oh no, those are giants. We can never do nothing. But, but, uh, uh, Joshua and Caleb said, if God said we can do it, we can do it. Amen. So I did all these things for you. But even with those victories, Israel was still in a bad place. But God told them, forget about the past. So I'm encouraging you, my brother and sister, to forget about the past. If you didn't read your scripture every day. That's all right. Forget about it. If you didn't come to service every day, that's all right. Forget about it. If you didn't share the gospel every day, that's okay. Forget about it. Forget about the past. Forget about those things that that were that are in the past. We all see we, we see all the ways we've fallen short in the past, but we need to walk in the confidence of the Lord and walk in his authority and his promises. Amen. As I was studying, I, I saw a little, uh, a little uh, sentence that said, hey, that's so funny. It says, because we can't drive forward if we're always looking in the rearview mirror. Imagine that. If we're looking in the rearview mirror and trying to drive forward, and sometimes that's, that's what we do as believers we look at the past we look at the things that happened in the past and said no I just I, I'll just sit I'll just sit in the chair and then I'll go Sundays but I'll just sit down God doesn't want us sitting down amen God wants us moving that's why he gave us the Holy Spirit which is like a, a, a dynamite for us to be active, for us to be working, for us to be showing uh, the love of God, the love of Jesus to everyone, showing the love of Christ, living it out in our lives, giving a word of encouragement, telling what's wrong, what's wrong. That's what he gives. But we can't be a silent Christian just sitting down and thinking everything is all right. No. We need to, We even though we've fallen short in the past, we need to get our eyes the past and walk in the in the present walk in forward walk uh, uh towards the goal that christ has for us we need to start calling out those things that aren't as if they were according to romans 417 amen if you look at that scripture the bible says that abraham believed god in faith and him, he said his body almost being dead. But he relied on the promise. He kept his faith. Matter of fact, he said his faith didn't f- flounder. His, f- his faith didn't waver. More, it was strengthened. Amen? Because the only thing he had to, he had was the hope that God is God. So whatever happened in the past, my brother and sister, forget about it. Just know that God is God. Amen. And he's given us a new opportunity, a new chance, and a new beginning. A fresh start with God is what I'm telling you this morning. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says in Romans says that he calls things that aren't as if they were. And I told Spanish church last Sunday, so then we, start have, to pro- we have to start proclaiming those things. Amen. For many years, I've proclaimed that I'm a millionaire. I don't got all those zeros yet, but I got a few of them. But I'm on my road to claiming all those zeros. And the Bible said only two or three, if two or three uh, two or three agree on something here on earth, God will honor it in heaven, right? And one man in Spanish church, one brother in Spanish church, every time he, he sees me, after we shake our hands like this, then we rub our elbows like that. And Manuel Elias says, Pastor, I'm believing with you. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. And because of that, I said, well, I'm going to give you a share, a little of something what I get. Praise the Lord. But all you need is someone to believe with you. Amen. I shared a little story that when I worked in elementary school as a counseling assistant, we had one little, what we call tremendo. All right. uh, Travieso. Always in the office. And we say, I said, Fernando, why are you here again? Because I'm stupid. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I says, no, Fernando, you're not stupid. No, I am. My mom tells me every morning I'm stupid. That's why I do these things, because I'm stupid. I says, no. But sometimes in life, people have called us so many things that we begin to believe it. So let's forget about it. Let's start talking and claiming those things that aren't as if they were. I'm a millionaire. I'm victorious in Christ. I'm a a blessed man. I'm a blessed woman. I'm here to bless people. I'm here to encourage people. I'm here to do God's will. I'm a good Christian. Because the devil's always telling us that we're no good. And I don't know if Christians can cuss. I was told they can but sometimes I, I fail. Amen. I can I can be honest with you. If God knows, it's no secret. Amen. Praise the Lord. And sometimes coming out of this parking lot, I don't know if they're cussing, but I've seen my, I've seen wives uh, while their husband driving, pointing their finger madly, and and I don't know I don't, I don't know what they're saying because I'm not in their car, but I see that finger like if it was, this finger pointing. That's not cussing, but when this ring goes like that, there's some expletive, expletive, expletive. How do you say that? Expletives coming out of that sister's mouth, probably. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. But yes, help us. But forget about the past. It may come out, but forget about it. Don't let that control your life. Don't let your weakness control your life. Look forward to what God is doing you in your life. Amen. Praise the Lord. And start calling out those things that you, as if they, from, from non-existent as if they were. I'm blessed. Amen. A little story that I like to share sometimes. Uh, I always thought, you know, I'm not a very handsome man. I'm not 100, you know, I'm not a 10. 9.5. Okay. And, you know, and I have a brother that's a, a, a better looking than I am. And, you know, he was, he, although he wasn't the favorite, but he was better looking. And they said, oh, you don't look like your brother. I know what that means. You're the ugly one. Now, this is times ago, because I, I, I don't know if it's still the same way, because I haven't been at Delamo Mall for years. I haven't been there since they, since they did that all renovation and stuff. But before crossing, go to, going to Macy's, which, or which was Robinson's May or May Company at that time, they had that big escalator going down where you had, uh, it was all filled with glass. You remember that? Who remembers that? Okay. So one day I'm there and I, I get on going to get on the escalator and I just started looking. I was like, Oh, you're not that bad looking. Oh. oh you're not pretty, you, you do look pretty good. You're not you're not ten, you're not a, a five either. You're probably an eight or nine. And I just used to ride that escalator because I could see myself and I just enjoy my beauty. Hallelujah. Then I started saying, You're beautiful, you're handsome. You're a good looker. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because I started confessing it. I started proclaiming it over my life. And we need to proclaim over our life the blessing that God has given us, that promised to us. Hallelujah. Even though we may be sick, he's promised to heal us. Even though things don't go our way, he promised to be with us. Even though we are in challenges and challenging time, God has never left us. He promised to be with us and never forsake us. He is with us all the time. Praise the Lord. And we need to proclaim it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And naturally, this pandemic going on and what happened in the world uh, uh, in the last few years, hallelujah, it's horrible, but you know what? God is still on the throne. And we may not win the social justice war here. And that's okay. But you know what? We're going to continue to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're going to preach Jesus, hallelujah, to everyone. And when the world doesn't want to listen to it anymore, too bad. We're going to preach it. Till the day Christ comes and lifts his church. Amen. Praise God. So forget about the past. Don't look to the past. Don't think about your failures. Don't think about the things that you didn't do. Think about the new things that God wants to do in your life today. That God is doing in our lives today. He says in verse 19, for I am creating something new. There it is. And then this virgin says, do you see it? Are you seeing what God is doing? Have you noticed it? Maybe you need to take a little time. Maybe that's what this pandemic is for. Hey, do you see it? Because we were so busy and we're so moving and we're, you know, days coming, days going. And and we're saying, I promise to do this or i I'll lose weight. And then we're saying, Merry Christmas. Because time just flies. But now we're taking a step back. We're thinking about the places that we visit, the times that we go out. Amen? Some of us are quarantined to home. Some of us have been working remotely, which I sort of like. Pray for us teachers and students that have to go back tomorrow. (laughs) Amen? But it's given us an opportunity to stop. And in that stillness, are you looking at the new things that God is doing? There it is. Whoop, There it is. Who said that? MC. Hammer, huh? Whoop, There it is. They're not going to go. Amen. Whoop, there it is. Do you see it? Do you see what God is doing in your life? He says, I have put roads in deserts. Amen. He's telling Israel, I love you so much. That even when there's no way, I'm going to make a way. When everyone has told you that you don't, you don't, you don't amount to anything. God's gonna say, "I'm gonna make you something." When they say you can't do it, God's gonna say, "You can do it in my name," because what I used to say up here, uh, what was that verse? Philippians four thirteen, "I can do all things in Christ who strengthened me." Can you? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. We need to start looking forward anticipate God to do something new in your life. So we just had a week of prayer. So now we're going to continue praying and saying, Lord, what are you going to be doing new in my life? What's going to be new for 2022? Amen. Have a list ready for the Lord. Because do you see it? It's happening. I just feel like something good is about to happen. I just feel like something good is on its way. Do you feel it? Amen. God is going to do something good this year. Praise the Lord. In your life. In our church. God is doing something good here with us. From the 20 odd years that I've been here. This last summer was the first year that I believe. And correct me if I'm wrong. Sister Esther and Pastor Koba. This was the first time that we had a leadership summit. Amen. Yes. No. Second time. OK. OK. I asked, I asked Sister Esther because she said I've been here the longest. So she knows the history of the church. But leadership summit in many, many years, well, at least 20 years hadn't happened. But it was wonderful to see everybody here. Praise God. We have a new mission statement and it is to restore, equip, and send. Some of us still haven't gotten the gist of what God is doing here. But he's doing something new. Because we want to be stuck in the past. We want to be stuck in the old way of doing things. But God is doing something new. And then we adopted the, the simple church model, simply how we do ministry and unify our church. Sometimes we 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 base the the our church progress and our church um um success on how many things we're doing. We're busy here, we're busy here, we're everyone is so busy and so packed today that we don't know what's going on. But God has led Pastor Josh to say, no, wait a minute. Let's simplify this. Let's focus on what our mission is. Restore, equip, and send. We don't have to have too much activity. There don't have to be too much actividades. Let's just focus and win souls for Christ. So God is doing something new in Mission Ebenezer Family Church. Do you see it? Oh, there it is. Do you see it? He's doing something new. Be a part of it. Be a part of the new thing that God is doing. What is that thing you think in your life is, I want to ask you. Praise the Lord. Don't look to the past and say, no, I can't do that. I can't pray every day. I sometimes forget to pray for my meals. Don't look to, to past failures. Let's move forward. Let's move forward in the mighty name of Jesus. He loves us so much. I shared last time with, with the Spanish church. Let me see if I can quickly find it in Isaiah. Chapter 43, verse 25 says, I, God, even I, I am the one that blotteth out thy transgressions for my own sake and will not remember thy sins. Isn't that wonderful? So it doesn't matter what your past was. doesn't matter what victories we didn't get in 2021. God is doing something new in this year. God has called us to do something new now. Amen. Let's look at it. Are we, are we seeing it? It says, put me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Let us come together. And let's talk about it, he says. Isn't it wonderful to know that we can come and talk to God about these things? A lot of people portray God as way up in heaven, not caring for us. And it's what he says, and that's it. But that's not true. You can have a dialogue with Jesus Christ. You can have a dialogue with God. You can share with him those things that you're feeling in your heart, those things that are in your life. He said, let us plead together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. Then I wanted to find that verse that said, uh, first verse 15, I am the Lord, your holy one, the creator of Israel, your king. Thus said the Lord, which make a way in the sea and plain and a path in the mighty waters, which bringeth forth the chariot. See, remember, you are not, remember not the former things. There it is. Neither consider the things of old. So he's telling us, and he told his people, and he tells us today, he loves us so much. He doesn't remember these things. And don't let these things put you down or hold you down. God wants to do something great and something new in your life. Are you looking for it? Let's look for that. I encourage you people to let's look for it. Lord, what are you doing? What are you doing in my life? Come on, I got to see something new. I got to see something happening. What opportunities am I going to have? Is this an opportunity? And, and the opportunities can be disguised so subtly that you probably don't even know, but act on it. It may be talking to somebody, talking to your neighbor. We have a wonderful uh, couple that's our neighbor, but they sure do like to smoke pot. And I told Mabel today, matter of fact, yesterday it was, because they're musicians and they just, they, I wish they pr- would play some songs. They just practice, you know, their scales. One's a, a saxophonist and one's a flutist. Like eight hours a day or something. Can, can you put like La Bamba or something? Play something. Lay, me, lay a song that I can understand. But do, 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 do. Okay. But this year, I told Mabel, this year is going to be the year that I share the gospel with them. And even though they may be high, they're going to get higher. Amen? Amen. They're going to get higher. Your love is lifting me higher than I've ever been lifted before. That's a new song that they'll be singing. Praise the Lord. Church, I want to encourage you. Look for the new thing that God is doing in your life. Amen. If you can't see it, say, Lord, open my eyes. Lord, I need something new. Hallelujah. Begin to proclaim, hallelujah, the promises that God has called you to. Begin to proclaim, hallelujah, the things that you want to be in Jesus Christ. Amen? Praise the Lord. Bow your heads. Is it time? I don't know how much time I have. Or do I need to go? I'm okay back there or, or I need to stretch it? I got some more. No, okay. I'm okay, Pastor Joseph. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you, Lord, for the new thing that you're doing in our life in this year. We're proclaiming, hallelujah, the victory right now, Lord, over our lives, over our situations, over our jobs, over our homes, over our marriages, over our children, over everything, Lord, hallelujah. We're proclaiming the victory. Lord, hallelujah, we're calling that which isn't as, is, as it is. We're as calling it forth, Lord, Hallelujah and making it. Yes, Lord, hallelujah, we praise you, we worship you. We continue to ask that you strengthen our, our pastors that have been sick, Lord, hallelujah, and our family that has been sick. Let them know through our prayers and through our words that they are not alone, that you are with them and that we are with them, Lord, hallelujah, and restore them, Lord, 100% to perfect health. Father, protect those of us, hallelujah, that haven't gotten COVID yet, Lord, hallelujah. Let us use wisdom, hallelujah, and be protected, hallelujah, and trust in you, Father. Lord, hallelujah, we ask that you just bless us, Father, with that heavenly blessing. Open the windows of heaven, Lord, the floodgates, and pour out your blessing upon us, Lord. Yes, Lord, hallelujah, in spite Of the things that we might have to go through. You know the word says that it's through many afflictions. And tribulations that we reach heaven. So don't expect everything to go rosy. Expect some rough roads. Some unpaved highways or byways. Right? I see Facebook and I see Will and and the Reels. And how they're traveling to the different national parks and And some of those, some of those roads are unpaved roads, right? They're not smooth. They're bumpy. But you know what? He has a vehicle that, that works for that. Jesus Christ is our vehicle. He's our off-roader. He's our four by four. Amen. It don't matter what the road is going to be like because Jesus Christ is our four by four. Praise the Lord. Amen.